You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica LaPerinassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 42, the long-awaited health episode. I do have another health episode in the library, so I encourage you to take a look um, and see for the other health episode. I wish I had looked it up prior to recording, but hey, imperfect action is success, right? Um, When we are aiming to be perfect all the time, we know that that is, in true essence, failure. And so it's important to just roll with the punches, right, mom? And you know how that feels like and looks like every single day because that's by far the, I think, a really awesome definition of motherhood is that you know how to roll roll with it, right? You know how to ride the waves of unpredictability. And so today we're going to talk about health, but not in the way that you think. Um, oftentimes, as a integrative health specialist, A lot of questions come about about nutrition, about the do's and don'ts and, you know, give me the, the secret recipes or how do you do it? You know, and like, there's no special formula. So I want to just like dismiss that from the equation because there is no perfect diet. There is no, like, there's no one size fits all approach to, um, how you're going to feel with a particular, and I say diet, meaning what you eat every single day, right? Not an actual diet. And so today I want to focus on the things that you may not consider to be health um, practices or health habits, but they are truly, when I say this, I'm not being dramatic. They are transformative for whatever your health, physical health goals are, right? For a lot of us, that can be weight release. That was mine over 40 pounds and still maintaining it. Um, That could also mean more energy, maybe more clarity, more uh, vibrancy, right? Feeling like your old self again. Like there could be a lot of reasons why you may be on a health journey. And a lot of times, you know, it can be confusing. Let's face it. Um, I'm in marketing. I understand why the confusion exists on what is considered health food, what is considered healthy or good for you, um, because marketing's sole job is to convince you that their product or service is your ultimate solution to all things, right? Um, that's really the, the premise behind all of that. So I'm really here to demystify that, and I'm here to just share with you three vital tips that have been, again, transformative to the way that I approach um, nutrition, right? In general, how I see my food as medicine and how I fuel for performance and for how I want to feel, 
right? So I guess fueling for feeling state is like my first, um, like number one, uh, I guess tip is that I don't, I don't fuel, I don't, I, I'm really intentional with what I put on the plate. So I really encourage you to look at your daily plate, right? And really consider, did it take much time? Was it an afterthought? Did you plan it? Um, was it your kiddos leftovers? Is it, um, is it beautiful? Is it like you're eating on the go? I used to eat a lot in my car when I was commuting and doing all that. Um, so how do your meals look like, right? And really feel for feeling meaning, meaning that for me, taking the time to prepare a dish and to have healthful ingredients and think ingredients that really spoke to my feeling state, because every day you may be feeling like you need a little bit more protein, or maybe you need something a little bit more acidic or salty, like all of those cravings like that, you know, kind of when you have those nudges or those, um, impulses, beyond sugar, there's obviously some that are habitual and kind of addictive by nature, but I'm speaking of like when you're feeling for a craving for something in particular, that's usually your body's way of giving you feedback to balance things out. And so I encourage you to fuel for feeling. So how are you feeling? Do you need a little bit more comfort? What does that look like for you? And, and more importantly, not leaning for comfort in that you'll feel guilty right after having that slice of pie or ice cream or whatever it is you're having. I mean, unless you really are wanting to go down that road, then by all means go for it and not judge yourself for it. If that's what you are doing, because when you feel for feeling 90% of the time, you're going to be fueling yourself for your greater good, right? You're going to choose ingredients that make you feel good. that don't make you feel bloated or tired or lethargic. And typically those ingredients are whole ingredients, meaning they are not in a package. There are typically no barcodes, right? It's something that is fresh, that doesn't have a shelf life and it's good for you, right? So whether that's protein, whether that's veggies, whether that's fish, whatever, whatever you have that is not considered, that it didn't come on, (laughs) that didn't come on a truck, that didn't have to have a shelf life, then you know it's fresh, right? You know, it's real and it's going to be good for you. Your body's going to be able to absorb that. And what's really great when you feel yourself for performance, in this case, 90% of the time, you're going to feel amazing. And you'll see the gradual impact that something just as minimal as like eating real food, right? And I'm not talking about cliff bars or, or shakes or I don't know, whatever, like I, people love Trader Joe's if you're in the States. Um, I'm personally not a fan. I know I'm going to get some haters for that, but honestly, like all of that convenience food or things that are pre-prepped while very convenient, I just don't philosophically think that long-term that that's a good strategy. I think it's always a short-term strategy and I'm all about the long-term. That's one of the successes of being um, really healthy long-term and not having these short wins um, is that you want to adapt tips and strategies for life, right? It's a lifestyle change. And that's how you do it is you keep it really simple. So 90% all good stuff, 10% go crazy, go indulge. If you're really feeling like having, you know, a snow cone with your kids, I know I've indulged in those or going out for pizza night or whatever it is. 10% of the time, go for it because you know that 90% of the time you are in it to win it. And so (laughs) 
I think that that's a really winning combination. It's a winning strategy. So 90-10 rule, fueling for feeling or fueling for performance. And really just leveraging that ratio, I think is gonna really serve you well long-term. It has for me and my countless clients, and I know that it can for you, okay? Now, the second tip is actually really interesting because um, it's gonna require some scientific explanation. So please don't tune me out, hear me out. I'm gonna keep it as basic as possible. And that is, I actually avoid any liquids, including water. And for me, that's all I drink really, unless it's a black coffee, but I eliminate all liquids while I'm eating. And this serves for multiple reasons. Number one, they always hear about this, that you need to chew your food properly, slow down, and really be intentional or mindful when you're eating. And that could be difficult as a mom if you're watching over your kiddo or I don't know, you're on the go and things like that. So one simple hack for me that has been really, really helpful is that I don't drink any liquids. Now, this intuitively and naturally slows me down because I cannot inhale my food. I actually have to chew it properly so that I can swallow it properly and not use liquids to wash it down, right, so to speak. But fun fact, not having or introducing any liquids is super beneficial to the stomach pH level. So the stomach acid has a specific acidity that allows you to break down your food properly for proper digestion and nutrient absorption. So think about it. You're putting all these high quality ingredients, right, in your system and you're washing it down, breaking down the acid level, right, which doesn't allow you to digest your food properly, which means you're not really getting all of the benefits of nutrient absorption. So highly encourage you to consider leaving the water, maybe have some prior to your meal if you need to, or after your meal is perfectly fine. But I really, really try to avoid introducing any liquids while I'm actually eating. It really helps to slow me down, helps me to appreciate the flavors and the textures, and I really just allow it to be kind of like a meditative moment for me. And that's been really, really helpful, especially because I was so used to eating my kids' leftovers. <laughs> I would eat in the car. I was like mindlessly n nourishing myself. And like, it just is such an afterthought. So if you think about it, if self-care, as you already know, is so important and loving yourself is like number one, right? Then how, what better way to dramatically demonstrate how much you love yourself, right? How much you care for yourself like you would your child and taking that time to really properly chew your food and enjoy it and absorb it and be grateful and all of those things is a beautiful practice, right? It's a beautiful habit. Okay, so that's tip number two. Amazing, right? One, about 90%, the 90-10 rule, and number two is all about eliminating the liquid with your meal. It's gonna help you to chew your food properly, help with digestion, and fun fact also, is that you know our digestion and inflammation, all of these things are what causes us to feel like lethargic or maybe unmotivated. So from a mood, emotional uh, standpoint and motivational standpoint, our food really is medicine. So really consider that these two tips right there alone help you to leverage the concept of food as medicine, which we know to be true now more than ever, okay? Now I'm thinking about the third one because there's so many ways that I can go about this, but 
I'm gonna stay with the tried and true, and I think it's because honestly, I think more moms should be um, advocating to one another how toxic, or informing each other, I should say, of how toxic the oils are in our food supply. And so this is really, really, really important, and it's probably gonna help you determine, especially if you're a product junkie, like you eat all these like healthy products, I want you to start to read those labels because the only oils that our body really likes to absorb are like natural oils, right? <laughs> so anything that's animal byproduct is really great. Uh, olive oil, coconut oil, and avocado oil. And it's really important that you know the source. And if I'm being 100% honest with you, I really avoid buying any products. And if I do, I make sure that they are not, they don't have any corn or seed oils, right? Like soybean oil or sunflower oil. I mean, just start reading labels. You'll see that it's littered completely in our food supply. Even healthy packaged products are littered with that. And so you'll actually have started to see more and more the calling out of made with coconut oil or made with avocado oil. There's a reason for that is because more and more consumers are becoming informed and that's you mama. So why are oils so bad for you? It's very important because we don't see the impact oftentimes right away. But inflammation, our bodies really disease, basically any kind of disease or discomfort is usually a byproduct of inflammation of the body, right? And inflammation is caused by our bodies reacting to certain ingredients, certain toxins in our body and it's trying to protect us, right? Protecting our organs, protecting our bodies. And so if you're constantly consuming these toxic oils, which... I hate to say this because I don't want to ruin going out for you, but it's important to know that the more, like I would say, and I can confidently say this because I also used to work in food marketing industry and at restaurants, I, I understand like the back end business end of, of what the cost of doing business is for a lot of restaurants. And I can tell you with very certainty that the majority of them 98%, I'll give a 2% for anyone that maybe is not using vegetable oil, corn oil, soybean oil. Ask, ask what the fries are, are cooked in. You know, ask how things are fried. What oils do you use? The majority of them do that. If you, you're lucky if you can find lard, tallow, or butter being used in restaurants, it's very uncommon, which is why the 90-10 rule is really your friend here because of the 10% allocations are towards those events where you're out socially, you're with other people, and you want to enjoy a meal. You know that if 10% of your daily or weekly or however you determine that ratio for you, right? If it's only 10%, then you're really mitigating your exposure to inflammation, to these oils that really can be so, so disruptive. And this is really important because when you can start to honor these three tips on your health, mama, you're going to start to feel the change. Okay. It's really that powerful. And if we are not already friends on Instagram, I highly encourage you to follow me at Effortless Parenting Expert. The reason I'm plugging my Instagram is that I'm always sharing like helpful tips 
Most recently in my stories, I was talking a lot about water and getting back to like being really disciplined about my water consumption because that can go by the wayside really, really quickly. Even for someone like me who's pretty water obsessed, um, I was finding it harder and harder to clock in the amount of water that we need. And hydration or dehydration, more, more like, is very, very common. I would say the majority of humans are dehydrated. If you ever feel thirsty, you are dehydrated. So that feeling of thirst is your body's way of protecting itself, giving you feedback. Hey, give me water. I am low. So you want to avoid feeling thirsty and you really want to get your water consumption up. So that's a bonus tip because I'm always advocating for water. I think people know about it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I drink water. But then you fool yourselves into thinking you drink more water than you do. It's a common thing I see time and time again. But when you start to become more aware of it, it is really, really beautiful. And again, I share those types of tips. I share ways to make mindfulness more per, you know, productive and, and more practical for the mom life. So I really encourage you to reach out, DM me, Ask me questions, what specific topics you'd like to see me cover on the podcast or even on my Instagram channel. Um, I'm really, really open to your suggestions. My whole mission with Effortless Parenting is really to give you tools, to give you real life tools that actually work and not be prescriptive about it, but rather give you ideas, give you a framework and allow you to customize it to make it bio-individual for you and for your family. That's what's most important. And as always, I like to remind you that parenting and having it be effortless is really not about the child. And it's everything to do with us. Why? Because when we, you, mama, feel happy, whole, and complete, and fulfilled, and 100%, that just that fact alone makes everything else so much easier. Just think about the times that you've ever felt triggered or annoyed or frustrated or you um, yell at your child or something else is going on. Chances are it's because you're not being um, taken care of, right? You're not putting yourself first. And so when that happens over time, you could see the cycle. And it's hard for you to get off that cycle if you don't stop, reevaluate reprioritize, shift your attention towards yourself and watch as your home life, your parenting, your kiddos, everything starts to reflect what you mama project onto them just by your sheer example. That's it right there. You don't need to read a fancy book or understand how simple that concept can be, but oftentimes what's most simple can seem right? Seem, because it's all a story, so you can tell yourself a different story. It could seem more difficult than it actually is. So choose, allow, allow it to be easy and shift your attention towards you. I hope you found these help tips helpful. (laughs) That was a mouthful. I really um, love bringing you, again, simplistic advice because that is what allows you to actually adopt it, make it a habit, and it becomes part of your identity. It becomes part of your way of being. And that just makes things so much easier, less resistance from your brain, neurologically, all win-win situations. And what's even wonderful about having this discipline, applying these three 
really foundational principles in your health, you will start to see your kiddos make the same choices. They will opt out of all the snacks and all of the things because they watch you model that behavior and you're doing exactly what you're asking them to do versus don't look at what mama's doing, but you got to do it this way because I'm the adult or, you know, maybe as the adult, we find it difficult, right? To limit ourselves or to be consistent. And so our child witnesses that and not from a place of blaming or making yourself feel bad, but rather to understand that your child's always watching, they're absorbing your energy, right? And so to watch you stay committed to your commitments, I think is a beautiful thing to um, be able to leave as your legacy with your child and future generations, right? It's how we make changes in, um, in our life. And I think that's really, really important. So I love our conversations. This was a long-awaited episode. I appreciate your patience. I took a little bit of a hiatus, but as we already know, life happens. And I appreciate the grace uh, and the opportunity to be able to come to you and have these conscious conversations. I absolutely adore them. So I cannot wait to connect with you in real time via Instagram at Effortless Parenting Expert. And as always, take care of you first, mama. All right. I'll catch you over on another episode.